Hello. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> yes, nailed it. See, I can't, I can't mess with that kind of seamlessness. Mitch, you waited too long. I was giving you the welcome, and then you didn't say I, Well, then I was like, I, I wonder if someone's going to take it. Uh, it. It happens. It happens. Oh, Happy Wednesday, great. everybody. Happy we, Wednesday. We are rolling, and right off the bat, since this is the final week of us being daily, we're hitting you with the big time guest. So we got Mr. Dean on the show. Mr. Dean, what's up? Woo-woo. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Nice to talk with you. Long time listener, first time caller. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> hey, we appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on, Mr. Dean. We had to we had to rope you on. You know, all these other teachers were like, Hey, can I get on the pod? And you know, you played the long game. You were playing hard to get. Well, I kept waiting for my invitation in the mail. I figured that's how podcasts work. (laughs) (laughs) But we eventually got you on, and we're very glad to have you. Um, Very excited. I have two requests from you before we jump in. Um, First off, Mr. Dean, we talked about this a while back, a bunch of episodes ago. We consider you one of the funniest guys in the humanities department. So could we get one joke, and then could we get an update on what your distance learning life looks like? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like the one of the funnier guys in the department is kind of rough on a podcast again, because generally I go off of looks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little rough. Um, I'll go with the I know, the I know that all too well from being in his AT. Yeah, right. There we go. Um, <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell uh, kind of a longer one that my daughters have been making me tell a lot. Um, remember, they're six and four, so you know it's it's appropriate for a school podcast, and it's not very funny. Um, <laughs> it's the uh, the classic: a, uh, a duck walks into a uh, restaurant and says to the uh, maitre d, "Hey, you got any grapes?" And the maitre d says, "No, we don't have any grapes. Get out of here." And next day, a duck comes in, maitre d, "Hey, you got any grapes?" Like, no, I don't have any grapes. Get out of here. And third day, Duck comes in to the Mater D and says, Hey, you got any grapes? And the Mater D is getting frustrated at this point. He says, No, I don't have any grapes. And if you come in here again asking for grapes, I'm going to nail your feet to the floor. <laughs> and so the next day, Duck comes in and he just stares at the Mater D. And the Mater D stares back at him. And he stares at the Mater D again. And he looks at the Mater D and says, You got any nails? The Mater D says, no, I don't have any nails. And the duck says, you got any grapes? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was yeah. funny. That was hey, thanks. Mr. Dean, I've missed you. Uh, it, was, it, it took me like five minutes to think of one that's like, okay, what's not going to get me fired? Uh, <laughs> so, we, we appreciate that since we're on the line, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's really, that's a beautiful segue into my, how distance learning's been going for me. It's really like that. <laughs> I, I put, if you have any jokes that maybe are, are, are on that fired edge line, you could always just email them to Alex and I, because I mean, we're out of here. That's so, true. Uh, yeah. we, we, we can be a little bit more on that. It can, <laughs> it can be the coveted folder of jokes that I really shouldn't have told at school. <laughs> yeah, or they don't even have to be borderline. You can just send whatever you're feeling to us. <laughs> that kind of stuff doesn't belong on the internet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a very safe and safe and caring Exactly. Wow. I'm excited because uh, tonight I'm getting out of bedtime duties because uh, 
my uh, my mom is up visiting. We've uh, expanded our quarantine circle a little bit for the first time. I haven't seen her since Mother's Day, so she decided to come up and put my urchins to bed, which is lovely. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. You go with urchins. Awesome. Awesome. Sure. I go. I go with gremlins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, see, I'm always getting mine wet and feeding them after midnight. So like, <laughs> gremlins are bad, bad news. <laughs> Bodwin, that's a that's a movie where you shouldn't feed things after midnight or get them wet. Yep. It's not too much of a spoiler, but Gremlins and Gremlins too. You should check them out. They're great. <laughs> I, Classic movies. That you know that I don't know movies. <laughs> I've heard of Gremlins and I've seen a Gremlin stuffed animal, so I, yeah. I know a little bit, but I haven't seen the movie, right? Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. That's that's what we're dealing with. So, yeah. <laughs> So have you been watching any good movies and TV during this uh, quarantine? No, I really haven't. Uh, let's see. I'm, oh, you're like a movie <laughs> guy, too. I know. I know. Like, I've watched a few films that we watched for uh, American History through film, which that we watched. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I mean, they've been good, fun movies. We watched The Founder. We watched On the Basis of Sex, which is not what you're thinking about, Daniel. It's uh, about uh, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Why just me? <laughs> Again, you're in my AT for four years. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. And uh, let's see. What did we? What did we just watch last week? Um, oh, we watched the Pursuit of Happiness last week with Will Smith, which is oh, I love that movie. Oh, it's wonderful. So it's sad. Just, yeah, it's like so sad and just crack classic and wonderful. So, um, but yeah, other than that, like I the thing I've been doing is 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 running, and that's about it. I didn't realize you were a runner, Mister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> normally only when Chase. <laughs> I, I thought you were in the UVM Hall of Fame for like skeleton or curling or something like that, but it must be running. I must have gotten that wrong. No, it's because I look like a skeleton when I'm running. <laughs> lost, I've lost a lot of weight. <laughs> that does not make two of us. <laughs> well, I mean, you got like 20 pounds of that Bodwin is beard weight, so... That's true. Yeah. That's true. Once I get rid of that, I'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, how how much have you been running? Let's hear the regimen. Uh, well, I uh, I had a friend that uh, decided that we needed to start getting up early again because that's when like the best part of the day happens. And so, I've been getting up uh, a little bit later than my normal school time, but. Uh, I get up about a quarter of six every morning and I'm usually on the road by six fifteen, six thirty, And I've, uh, yeah, I'm, I've had the last eight weeks about, uh, probably 890 miles worth of running. Oh my God. <laughs> Mitch, yeah. Mitch and Alex are usually running at that time too. Maybe, maybe nine weeks. Yeah. Cause I'd... Albert, Albert, I'm running in my like dream <laughs> if I'm being chased by something. I'm not. Yeah. But I'm on, wow. I'm on my... I run once in a while, but not that long and not that fast. Yeah. That's about 880 miles. No, sorry. That's about 887 miles more than I've run during quarantine. So, yeah. like, like how many miles a day is that? So I'm, I'm averaging probably close to between 13 and 15 miles a day. <laughs> oh my that is God. Insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Chris King's coming on after this. I'm going to make him feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's got a newborn. Wait until his kids are old enough where he's like, oh, I really want to leave the house. 
I'm feeling pretty good about my five until I was talking to you. Well, I mean, again, Albright, that's uh, that's one of the things that I've always been pretty good at. So that's that's what I'm kind of returning to. <laughs> my so, God. Yeah, so lots of miles, lots of miles. Man, I make it like two and back, like a little two mile loop from my house, and I feel like I want to die. I can't even. Well, it's oh. it's funny. Like we're it's it really kind of turns into a bit of a sickness. Like I was finishing my run this morning, and uh, we were you know we're running. It was probably like mile eight or nine, and I was like, it's kind of ridiculous how we've gone, and the last you know our short runs will be eight or nine miles right now. And my friend, <laughs> my friend Tom's like, yeah, we're uh, we're not healthy. <laughs> physically we're very healthy but... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the longest run that you've taken during during quarantine mm, i did uh a trail run two weeks ago that was about 19 miles but i was out in the woods for about three and a half hours <sighs> so wait yeah now i want to know the longest you've ever run like well, I've done the longest I've ever done is a marathon, so twenty six. Okay. That nobody sensible run farther than that. Nobody sensible Even... <laughs> runs twenty six. Yeah, that's also true. I don't know that I've run farther than a five k before. <laughs> but... I think I have a couple times, but not that many. Yeah, but no. Yeah, was... the longest I've done is five k. Yeah, I was feeling really sad because, like, you know, I was supposed to coach uh, the distance team for the track team this year, and. It was all primed and ready to do that, and then uh, that didn't materialize. So I'm like, well, it looks like I'm uh, looks like I'm running a lot on my own. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's well. I mean, that well, that is impressive. That's in a very impressive way to to make it through quarantine <laughs> versus I, me, who's been eating left and right. Whenever I see Miss Cohen or Mr. Dean eating junk food, I'm like. Oh, they burned like nine times <laughs> and whatever that is that they're eating. So that's that's true. Good. Yeah. Um, wait, what if we do donuts? Uh, ranking donuts. donuts are great. Rank them donuts. This, I am. I am here for a donut rank them. Yeah, me too. This is this is a great uh, donut story. Before we get into this, though, so uh, we have been please we don't. have been visiting the Dunkin' Donuts every once in a while in Stowe, which is right next door. It's our closest one. It's eight miles away. Uh, and um, so you run to it. No, I've run <laughs> home from it. <laughs> uh, but so we're we're going uh, through the other day, and like uh, I, my oldest daughter Hazel was like, you know, I want a donut, and I say, okay, well, what would you like? And she says, well, I really want half a jelly donut and half a maple cream donut. And we're like, we're we're not getting two donuts. And she said, no, you have to ask them to cut it in half and just give me half of each. <laughs> and we said, Hazel, they won't do that. And she's like, you don't know unless you ask. You need to ask them. <laughs> so like, you know, just on the, good life yeah, on, the odd chance on the odd chance that somebody is going to be like, yeah, you know, I really just want half a jelly donut. Is there somebody who ordered half a jelly donut earlier that I can have that? <laughs> like, you don't believe your luck. That exactly thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did you attempt it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> totally shut up. Yeah, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, that. no, I, I don't. I can't be ridiculed at that Dunkin' Donuts because I'm not going all the way to Montpelier to go to the Dunkin' Donuts. And this big, if I get to be known as the hey, it's the half donut guy. Then, yeah, <laughs> I can't, yeah, can't do it. I don't blame yeah. you. 
<laughs> um, well, hey, let's uh, let's do donut rankings so Mr. Dean. The way we do it is we go top two donuts and then bottom one. Okay. And the way it also works is usually you would think we'd be courteous and let our guests go first, but Mitch goes first every nice. time. That, that's right. Unwritten rule of the road. <laughs> I used I uh, I I am a creature of habit to say the least. So, without further ado, um, I I gotta go number one. Like the crispy, whenever the Krispy Kreme fundraisers come into Colchester, I'm always the person that ends up with like at least four to five dozen that I like freeze and then consistently eat. Um, <laughs> if you've ever had like the real Krispy Kreme donuts like hot and ready like oh they're amazing there's something about just a glazed hot Krispy Kreme donut that's like so simple and so perfect that it's got to be number one for me great pick um number two I like the it's I'm torn here you know I'm going simple again um a good jelly donut with like the um, sh- powdered sugar on the outside is just so good. Um, especially if you get it from like a local bake shop when you can tell like it's all homemade and everything. The jelly donut's just a beautiful thing. That's beating out uh, close close competition from like a strawberry frosted donut. But jelly donut number two. And I've never eaten a donut in my life that I didn't like. So I, I don't have a last place. Fair. That's interesting, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to jump in here because I've been thinking about this donut since I brought up donuts as a ranking. Number one for me has to be Boston cream. Uh, it's just, it's magic. It's got chocolate frosting. It's got the Bavarian cream. Love it. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go chocolate glazed. Maybe the double chocolate, chocolate glazed with chocolate frosting. That's, that's always tasty. Mm-hmm. My bottom one is going to be chocolate frosted just because I wish I had more going on. There's nothing – I don't hate it, but I just wish – But that's like an know, institution I, of a donut. I like a multifaceted donut, though. I like I like when there are multiple things going on with my donut. There's not – nothing wrong with it. I respect it, but there's not quite enough going on for me. So chocolate frosted are – they don't have quite enough – like they don't have quite enough saturated fat. Yeah, you don't gain weight from donuts. They have holes in the middle. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That means there's nowhere for the calories. Exactly. You're fine. <laughs> donut holes. Donut yeah, donuts. that gets you every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, who's next? Who we got? I'm still. I'm still kind of trying to figure out the top two. So, Mr. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. Um, I'm going to put in a plug here for the uh, the best donut in Vermont. Uh, and like, I know, like, it seems like Waterbury, I should say cold hollow cider mill and the cider donuts. And those are good and all, but that's more of like a donut that you eat for a meal. Uh, so there's a place in Waitsfield, uh, that, uh, sells donuts. It used to be the very small donut company and now it's just the big picture theater. Uh, and they do a gl- maple glazed donut that is unreal. Like you can, that's oh, it incredible. is just so good. It's like the little, um, the little fried donut, but it's just got like a thick maple glaze to it. And like I, 
was used to get them on my way home from skiing when I was at UVM and I'd ski at Sugarbush and like stop in Waitsfield in the car and like, you know, on the drive home and get a dozen donuts and they'd be gone before I hit the interstate. Uh, so, I mean, they're small. They're only like three inches in diameter. So, you know, they're small. That, that's yeah. amazing. Give me anything. Oh, yeah. Donut, that seems like the yeah. perfect size for like a bingeable donut. Yeah. Though. Oh, it's spectacular. With Mitch on the, uh, on the jelly donut, but instead of the powdered sugar, because that just makes a mess. I would go with a granulated sugar. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I really call. like those because you know you eat a powdered sugar donut and everybody knows what you've been doing. Um, <laughs> you don't need to yeah. think of that. It's like, did I just come from just in a crime scene, or is it like what's the what's the deal? Um, <laughs> so <is> that, <laughs> Mr. Dean, those are those are two phenomenal Thanks. picks. You lived up to the yeah, the yeah. And then um, Bodwin, not to start a fight, but my absolute least favorite donut would be the chocolate glazed chocolate frosted donut. Because <laughs> I just feel like that donut is trying to be so many things that it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need all that chocolate. It can just be a donut and be okay. You know, I, 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 could, not eat, I could not <laughs> eat multiple of those. So I'll give you, I'll give you that point. As, now that I'm thinking about it, like I could eat a couple of chocolate yeah. glazed. But if it's chocolate glazed, chocolate frosted, that's yeah, the one yeah. done. So, I, you it's know what? Too I'm, much I'm backing on. down. No, I mean, you yeah. live live what you want, but, you know, that's, that's just where I come across. <laughs> yeah, proof, exactly. um, number one for me, got to be strawberry frosted with rainbow sprinkles. Good uh, That's always my go-to. Um, my mom and I would usually, like, uh, during, like, lacrosse or soccer tournaments, we'd always, like, hit Duncan in the morning before a game. And I, my deal was like, I'd get a bagel and a donut. And so I'd have the bagel before the game to fuel. And my like reward was the donut after, cause it's not a good idea to have a donut before a game. I know from <laughs> experience, um, but I, that's, that'd be the one that I always get. And it's, it's not on my list. I'd say it's third, but it's usually either between that or if they don't have anything else that's frosted, I usually get like maple frosted. Yeah, um, yeah, maple frosted, yep, tasty. Yep. But yeah, second would probably I'm I'm with Mitch on the powdered sugar uh, jelly filled donut, especially Ooh. when it's raspberry filling, and not granulated after the point <laughs> that Dean brought up. Yeah, not. Be... I I like I enjoy the fact that powder is going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to make clear: any jelly donut is an incredible jelly donut yeah. to me. I, I I am. I, I, lo- I love. I just worry them. about the raspberry one because then you get raspberry seeds all over the place. And those those things are well, there they're not forever. shooting out like shrapnel. They're like yeah, but they're in your teeth forever. <laughs> That's true. Flying yeah. all over the place. Ad, what do you have for last? Last, I'm surprised no one brought this up yet, but like. If you're going to eat a donut, you want, like, sugar and flavor. And, like, why does a plain donut even exist? It's a plain cake. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, what's going on there? Who thought that would be a good idea? I will say a plain donut can serve its purpose in the right environment. Yeah, I'm going to argue with this in a second. Which environment, Mitch? If you need to soak up some coffee. I never bring them to, like, like, I have to get food for speech tournaments and stuff like that. And, like... When I'm cleaning up after breakfast, whenever, I, like, regardless of the school we're at, 
it's always like ten of those plain ones left over, and everything else is gone. Oh yeah, no, I, threw- I know what you mean. Because my soccer team, we used to have this thing. Um, we'd always have practice on Sundays, and we, uh, the families would take turns bringing a dozen donuts for everyone. And so it, they'd always get a variety pack, and once in a while there'd be planes, and like no one would pick it. <laughs> All right, Albright, so you're up. Albright, um, is there like an artificially banana flavored plum infused donut that you're looking to pick? <laughs> oh my or... God. With pineapple You pizza like pineapple pizza. pizza. Shut your face. All right, don't hate pineapple pizza. Hey, 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 Bodwin, that's a line. Oh, Not yeah, that's a line. Plums are fair game. Bodwin, I'm standing with you on this one. Oh, wait, oh actually, God. Are plums a fruit that anyone should put in their top two fruits of all time? I thought you were just going to stop her. Are plums a fruit? (laughs) (laughs) I think that says all we need to say. Let me ask you this, Mr. Dean. If plums disappeared from the earth, how many days do you think it would be before you noticed? Well... Yeah, I, I'm not really particularly fond of pitted fruits anyway, just because I tend to eat fruit so fast that it's a danger to me. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I got no real love for that. And then, you know, peaches with a fuzz and that's no good. And a nectarine's pretty close, but, you know, why not just have an apple then? So, I don't know. That is a <laughs> <laughs> Already plumb. Oh, you're all wrong. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's let's hear your donut takes. Let's hear plain and plain two. <laughs> okay, so here's plain the thing. I plain. don't. I'm not a big donut person. That's like. <laughs> I did see oh, that one. If I was gonna, Albright's not a big fan of donuts, pizza. Um, you know, yeah, she doesn't dig on round like. foods. Yep, that's the issue. <laughs> if I was gonna order one, like a Dunkin' Donuts, it would probably be a chocolate glaze. Um, okay. So here's the thing about plain donuts. <laughs> Not a store bought one, but when I was a kid, we would have sugar on snow parties, and my great grandfather would make homemade donuts. And you've got a homemade donut, a dill pickle the sugar on snow and then somebody always makes the like maple sugar spread so you've got a homemade donut and the maple sugar spread to dip so like it's technically but it's technically well, yeah, totally a donut but like that that would be my my number two no that's I mean, beautiful that's, that's a nostalgia plain donut you can't be <laughs> that's yeah that's that okay that's that's like a glass bottle coke moment like yeah you can't you can't argue with that and and that makes me think of like you know homemade donuts i mean you mentioned this earlier Mr. Dean, but apple cider donuts are yeah. unbelievable in the fall mm-hmm. mitch you made a yes. great point you just reminded me of how great like soda is out of the out of the bottle oh glass, glass bottle, bottle soda is so Damn. like superior yeah. i'll go out of my way and pay more money i don't care Stewart sodas are two for two dollars in a glass bottle, and they are yeah. I usually get the Stewart cream soda four packs, and oh my goodness! Oh, I like the grape and the key lime, but any of them are good. Oh, I went went to the bottle return and bought a bunch of them, (laughs) and I was gonna bring them to you guys when we like the next time we all hung out, and I already finished all of them. Just a reminder, CHS (laughs) Daily brought to you by Stewart (laughs) Soda. Um, 
How much have you missed me in your eighth grade? You know, sometimes (laughs) I wake up Monday mornings just like my pillow's soaking wet from tears. and (laughs) I wonder what happened. It's like, it's because I don't get to see AT. Just, you know, AD and the AT is missing for me. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's a great response. I got a whole like nursing (laughs) name. That's great. <laughs> my my question is if you if you saw pre bearded Bodwin versus now bearded Bodwin, uh how old would you think each one of them was? Uh, so I have to Or would you so be I friends to, with him? <laughs> I have to forget that he's twelve. Um uh, no, I, I I say this every time I see Bodwin and like I've said it digitally a few times and when I saw him in person last week, I think that beard is spectacular and it makes him really handsome and uh I got I got nothing else to say except for you know, love for the beard. I'm I'm a bearded gentleman often myself and I think it's just wonderful. If he keeps it, you should run one of those fundraisers hey, again you, you uh, shave patterns based on students. Yeah. I was looking at that today actually because I was looking yes. for an old video and I found like one of the old uh, faculty facial hair fundraiser videos. I'm like, oh wow, that was terrible. The the monkey tail. <laughs> <That's pretty funny. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, for a good cause. So well, hey, um, Mr. Dean, we know you got family up. We don't want to keep you all night, but I do have one last question, and that is, do you have a message that we have thousands of listeners? You, you got your chance to spread whatever possible message you want, whether it's the seniors, the cultistic community, or random people that nobody has ever heard <laughs> They're of. They're just dropping in. It's up to you. I would just say, you know, thanks for everything that you guys have done on this pod here. It's It's been a wonderful thing, and I'm really proud of you for getting that going. I'm sorry it took so long to get on here. Uh, and really, it's, you know, it seems like a dark time, and things are tough but you know we just got to keep on going keep your head up keep moving forward don't give up on things uh we got way too much good in this world to to give up and just be like yeah heck with this uh so keep being involved keep checking in on one another and things are going to be good yeah love it love it well mr dean thank you so much for coming on tonight all right thanks everybody you take care all right thank you very much thank you Boy, if you talk about a teacher that, like, I wish I would have had the opportunity to have. He is like, so funny. Yeah. I'm oh lu- I didn't have him God. for any classes. I got so lucky that I got to have him in AT. And here he is, none other than Mr. King himself. Welcome to the it's pod. Good, it's good to be here. Thank you. Can Can you hear me okay? I've never used this an- anchor before. Yeah. Yeah, no, yep. you're good. I feel like you, uh, clear, you were scraping the barrel for people to to join you at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I was just talking to Dean about how you and Dean are the only two humanities teachers that didn't email and ask to be on, I think. So, you know, we get to this last week and I'm like, King and Dean, they're playing hard to get. They, I think they want to be sought after. So here's your wish. I don't know what the right metaphor is. It's like uh, that shirt in your closet that you you have, but like you don't wear until everything else is dirty, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> I guess this is like, this is, technically this is clothes, so I'll put this on. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. 
Hey, yes, I, I exactly. No, it's good. It's close. better late than never. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Mr. King? Tell us how uh, remote. It's been, it's been a, it's been a challenge, but it's also, it's been good. Um, it's been more like the changes are more noticeable, like kind of outside of the classroom. To be totally honest with you, like. I have a seven month old son, so I've been spending a lot more time with him. Um, and also the connections I'm making with students are a lot more about their kind of personal lives than like things having to do with English or stuff like that. So um, it's been challenging, but it's been, it, it's been yeah. good. Nice. That's awesome. That's and awesome. Your, your baby, you named Ben Bo King, right? I tried. <laughs> I, I tried to. I tried to get. That's kind of greedy asking for a first name and a middle name. Greedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's over. Yeah. Well, like, maybe pick, one, pick one. One or yeah. the other. He shoots high. He shoots high. So, Mr. King, you had a you had a story to tell us, maybe on this on the pod that might relate to. You know, we got graduation this weekend. Um, is there? Do you have any experiences on your own that you could you could inform our students? Yeah, I, I do. So this is also typically I usually tell this to my seniors around this time of year. Um, also, just recently, you asked what's going on. Recently, dealing with like seniors going through so much stress, and it makes you wonder as a teacher, like what's 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 important in their lives right now. You know, is it? this last lesson getting this in or like what else can we teach them while we have them? So I'll tell you a short story. I'll tell you right off the bat that I know like lots of people told me this story when I was younger and I just ignored them. I did not listen. So I do not expect you to listen either, but I'm hope maybe at some point down the road you'll experience something that you can combine with like this and maybe it will, maybe it'll make some sense. That's awesome. Yeah, so this is like this is the story of how I failed out of college two days before my graduation, and it starts in my. Oh yes. Yes, I'm kind of fascinated right now. Yep, you got me. Very much fascinated. So it's my sophomore year. Um, You know, when you study stuff in school, you have like a sort of a trajectory of what you want to be, but you have to take electives along the way. Well, my sophomore year, I went to the University of Vermont and I was taking an elective and a conflict arose where on the date of the final exam, there was also a concert that I wanted to go see. And it was in Worcester, Massachusetts, which is like right by where I went to high school. So I had some like friends in the area and also I have a younger brother who's four years younger than me. So I'm a sophomore in college. He's a sophomore in high school. And this is like going to be his first big concert. So I wanted to go like with him. And uh, it's a band called Rage Against the Machine. I'm not sure. you you familiar with them? Yeah. yeah. Pocket full of shells, man. Yeah. So, I know exactly. Yeah, I know what you're talking which, about. And they're like heroes of mine, especially when I was like 20 years old. And that's not a term I just throw around. They're, um, I don't really agree with their politics, but th- – Anybody that can like promote social activism and awareness, um, especially through like an art form, uh, I, I have a lot of like respect for. So I went to the show and skipped my final exam. So we finally get into the arena, um, and there's a huge delay to the show because it took forever to get in there. And 
something happens like I where I don't know when it started, but the like people were kind of talking about what was going on outside and suddenly you sense that there's a massive amount of people that are chanting. And after a little while it becomes clear that they're counting down. So you hear like 20, 19, 18, 17. Like, what is going on? Um, but it's something clearly pre-organized and premeditated and five, four, three, two, one. And then in unison, like hundreds of people stormed the stage blasting over security and tearing through barricades. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to an arena before, but it's like the stage is on the floor and there's people down there. And then there's a like upper section. And then above that is a balcony. That's another section. And above that is a balcony. That's another section. And if you want to move around, you have to go into a concourse that's kind of like on the outside and walk around. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. So they had five seconds later, the lights go out, rage comes on stage and they play and they just, they, they kill it. And it's awesome. People are like not violent. They're like high five and got their arms around each other. And at the end of the show, they, the last two songs, they turn house lights on so you can see everything that's going on. And I look across the arena to where my brother was and I see him, he's got his like fist in the air and I've got my fist in the air and everybody's like pumping their fists and we see each other. And it was this really like memorable moment of like sharing this formative experience with him, um, witnessing like freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, like in its in its power. So I failed that class. Because <laughs> you need to, because in college you got to beat it for the final. I'm speeding along here. Um, Cause it's worth 30%. It was worth 30% of my grade. And my professor was not having it that I was like, yeah, I went, I went to a concert. So cut to the end of like my college career and I still have to take this elective class. So it's the last semester of my senior year and it's an art history class. And same thing. The final project is a paper. It's worth 30% of my grade. And I'm not, like really killing it in class. I have like a, probably a C average, something like that, but it's, you know, I just need the, the credit. Um, and for this final paper, I put a lot of work into it. I spent like 20 hours or so drawing sketches, going to museums, doing research and things like that. And I just did not write it. I kept procrastinating because I was watching TV or hanging out with my friend or sleeping or oh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. So the professor had a policy where every day that the paper is late, you lose a letter grade. So he takes 10 points off of it. So I wind up turning it in. I go to his office hours a week after it's due. This is like two days before graduation by this point. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. This is late, but here, this is like a 20 page paper. I put a ton of time into it. I don't, want to fail the class and he's like well it's seven days late that's 70 points off even if you did perfect on this which never happens the best you can get is a 30 percent if you average that the rest of your grades that's a 61 our syllabus states the class policy is 65 below 65 is failing so that's that's the end of the story so I was like, oh, 
like this is me graduating my my grandparents are coming into town like we're having like a get together my friends are expecting me to graduate and he's like no nah, it's not it's not happening so i didn't i didn't graduate and here's like i'll try to wrap this up here so kind of the lesson is like in the years i've looked back on i've kind of realized that there are things that you make choices in that you can do um, and not do. And f- most, like early on, a lot of them don't bear a lot of consequences. But as you get older and you realize that life is getting shorter, um, there's going to be a lot of things that you want to do. And if you don't develop those habits at a younger age, you're going to miss out on a lot of like really, really important things. So what I usually try to tell my seniors as they're rolling their eyes at me at the, in the moment, I'm telling this, like, you know, if something happens and you do have a setback, use that to rejuvenate yourself because you're still young. Um, you've got a moment in your life where like anything is possible. So go do it, you know, go take that trip, tell that person that you love them apply for that job um whatever you want to do go do it now uh and don't don't wait for it and pick like try to pick what's right that's very very powerful really yeah no th- thanks thank thanks for listening yeah thank you because i, I can't yeah. believe i haven't heard this before no like really thank you that's that hits that hit very like very close to home for me and that's definitely something that i'm going to take with me and yeah, remember that's, that's struck because... a chord with me in the same way definitely so you that's i want you to know mr king like that's that's going to be a story that sticks with me well that's for, great like hopefully you, you stay in touch and, um and let so, me know how things go I also state for the record not that the seniors really care at this point but i did graduate i did get college credit like i did i am <laughs> i am i am qualified to teach to teach teach high school <laughs> Don't you actually have like? Don't you? Yeah, I was in like I was in college for like a cumulative amount of about eleven total years. Um, So, I think I have a hundred and forty undergraduate credits and a master's degree, and so I'm a couple majors, couple minors. Yeah, so a a long, a long time. Wow! Wow! Holy cow! Mr. King, one other, along with you being very educated, another thing that I liked about you is that you were the last person that I knew other than my wife that I saw before I got engaged. Um, And I'll always be thankful. You and I and Emily drove to the... I was like, where is he going with this? (laughs) Oh, yes. On February break, Mr. King, Mr. King drove me and my then girlfriend and I was, I was like four days away from proposing, had the ring in my bag, thought that they were going to like find it when we were going through airport security. And then afterwards, Emily was like, why would they take a ring out? People bring jewelry through airport security all the time. I didn't think of that. So I was sweating. I had it hidden on like six different things in my bag. Um, but Mr. King was the one that drove us down to the airport because we were both weirdly enough flying into Nashville at that point. Um, so Mr. King, you were, I'll always remember you were the guy that, uh, that lugged down my, my nervous self. Uh, and my it's so good that you did not tell me cause I would have been, to... I would have ruined it. <laughs> 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 
Mr. Mr. King's gonna be dropping subtle hints yeah. on the way, like you are gonna have the most memorable vacation. Yeah. I hear Wednesday is special. <laughs> Oh goodness! Yeah, I didn't want to. So we were. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't want. Uh, I didn't want to tell you because I feel like that would put a burden. See, that was <laughs> that was a wise decision. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mr. King, I got w- one more question. But other podcast hosts, do you have any questions for Mr. King? I do not. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just still laughing. He was very composed. Very composed. (laughs) Oh my god, dude! The (laughs) night before, the night before, I literally didn't fall asleep. Pulled an all—that's like one of the only all-nighters I've ever pulled in my life. And I, (laughs) I knew she was gonna say yes. We've been together for like seven years, but I just like still—I don't know. Um, don't remember a word I said either. But anyway, that's for another. Hopefully, you said the important like question though. Okay. Voters like, voters doesn't pull the Yoda. He's like, marry me, you will. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of us remember what I said, so it's all good. He just kind of like hey, stroked out and was just like, uh, and then she just said yes anyway. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Mr. King, I want to ask you. How oh boy, that's a massive so question. Um, it's. <laughs> I have I have lots of people ask me, so I'm going to give you my stock response that it's. It's like it's like you would imagine, but times a thousand. I get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like you are going to be really busy. You're not going to sleep, but you have no idea how little you're going to sleep. And you know you're going to be very, <laughs> like, happy and everything, but you have no idea like the amount of like connection you'll feel so it's 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 i always feel like really pretentious and condescending when i tell talk to people who don't have kids because it's like but it's really difficult it's it's a lot to process like i'm just kind of taking a day to day and it's 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 overwhelming and a lot to process so ask me in 10 years and i'll have a better answer before we let you go i got one more question for you um Oh, for Christ's sake. Plums, the fruit. How um, is this on <laughs> You are, like, I can't even. Uh, because we all agree on it. Like, good fruit, <laughs> like a top two fruit in the world? I would know? not say that, no. That's a leading, that's a leading question. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, would you, how would you evaluate plums, like, in the, in the scale of every fruit possible, would they be more? I don't know if I ever. Are, where, where do you get plums? They're, are they in the grocery store? Do you have like a guy? <laughs> yes, there's a plum guy. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. Eat, I don't I know if I ever. Every episode, so nobody can like hold on to them long enough to give you a hard time about them. Like. <laughs> When we can gang up about it, that's what makes it better. And this is when we can gang up on. (laughs) The knuckleheads have risen up. It's like like Mr. King's story. Like the people have the power now. Yeah, we've <laughs> not the ones in charge. I think plums sound like they taste yep. good. Like it's a good name. If you wanted to name something that you wanted people to eat, like plum is a good is a good name. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that means that you don't. I honestly don't know. Have you ever eaten a plum? Like I think that's a problem. 
Nope. Yeah, I don't know I if I have. I don't want to. They're so good. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen one. Have you been to the grocery store? Because it's like a common thing in the grocery store. It's like... It's like a. It's a yeah, I know what they piece. like allegedly look like, and I know that they're <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I know old people drink drink them. That's prunes. Oh, that's prune juice. <laughs> yeah. Not not plum juice. I'm dying right now. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I'm crying. <laughs> Guys, I'm lightheaded right now. Oh my god. Alright, well hey, Mr. King, you got you got a youngin', so uh so we should let you go. But um But Mr. King, you're our last faculty guest. Um probably until the fall if we reboot it. Um so do you is there any are, do you have any no just thanks for having me on uh good luck to everybody in the next seniors like enjoy oh my gosh enjoy this week it's it's awesome i'm sorry you had to experience in the situation you had but you'll in the end it'll work it'll work out you'll get through it so have a good time and congrats on putting this together this is this is impressive thank you thank you very much yeah no problem yeah, thank for, you thank well, you very much yeah, thanks for having so me on much. everybody have, have a great night Bye, Mr. King. Yeah, bye. All right, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Have a good one. Take care. I love that guy. I did. I'm going to go right into my Laker love. Um, And even though I never had Mr. Dean or Mr. King, I'm giving it to both of them for this podcast experience because I feel like this kind of perfectly captured what, for me at least, and I kind of hope what the general message of the podcast has been, or at least one of them. And that's that we can go from hysterically laughing about I don't know why that's and um, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is Albright, but it is. Um, and then ranking donuts, you know, and sarcastic jokes to then like a really impactful life lesson and something that's very poignant and true. And especially for Alex and I, and I know the, whoever the student body listeners are something that to like hold on to and remember. Um, And I think that's kind of the beauty of this whole thing is that you never really know where it's going to go. But no matter where it ends up, it always seems like to be a positive place in some way, shape or form. So I've been very grateful for that. And I'm grateful for Mr. Dean and Mr. King taking the time to come on today and sharing, sharing their um, stories with us and making that happen. Amen. Um, AD? Um, for the, the last three days of this week, uh, daily pod, I'm going to do a little different um, Laker love. So I don't know. I, I know Bodwin knows about this. I don't know if the other two of you know, but I had to give my tribute speech for public speaking the other week. And I, I wrote it about the podcast. And so I dedicated a paragraph to each one of you. And so the Laker love, I'm pretty much just going to sum up each paragraph about you guys. And so, Oh, I- Damn it, Alex! I don't. Uh, you're gonna make me sappy, and no, it's gonna Mitch, make your, me your story's funny. Ah. But you were the last paragraph, so you're on Friday. Um. Oh but yeah, the first one. So I'm gonna give mine out to Bodwin today, and I talked about. Um. Well, we actually talked about it a couple of days ago, so I got to like laugh about it with him again. But the, the whole 
journey of like getting me on speech because he was so mad that I didn't take a push. And that was like, that was a big moment in our student teacher relationship. Um, it, it was like make or break for a while, but I happened to make up for it, which is, which turned, turned out to be for the better because speech was, has been like so much fun. And I'm so glad that um, he roped me into it, uh, even if it was unwillingly at first. Um, but yeah, that was just like a moment from high school that I really appreciated. And uh, just shout out specifically to Bodwin for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, AD, I'm, I'm going to uh, compose myself and, and save my words for you and Mitch until Friday. Um, All right. I can't quite handle getting the... Uh, getting yeah, the, I didn't mean to drop a bomb on you guys. Getting the emotions this early, but I appreciate that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> my, so I'm going to change the tune because, uh, again, I'm talking about you guys uh, on Friday, but I'm going to... I'm going to go to uh, to King and Dean because, man, those guys are so funny and I miss them a lot. Uh, and, you know, our whole, I miss our whole department. Uh, but specifically, uh, I, King and Dean, I'd say, are two people that I, I really – I enjoy conversing with everyone on our faculty, but really particularly enjoy talking to the two of them. They brighten my day a lot with, with jokes but also with meaningful conversation at different times. Uh, so I miss both of them, uh, and I think they're both great teachers. So shout out to them. As that's our last faculty interview, um, I feel like I need to echo what Miss Moffat said on Monday's episode about CHS faculty and about like feeling like I found a family within the school. And like one of the things that I love the most about the people that I work with are things that are epitomized by Mr. Dean and Mr. King, which are that like we are really good at being good at our jobs and not taking ourselves too seriously, which is literally what makes it enjoyable. Um, and I think both of them are really, really good at both of those things. All right, everybody, we got two left. We'll see you tomorrow. We got Ella Borman-Wolf as our feature guest. And uh, Bye, folks. I hope you enjoy. Yeah.